History, economics, the great works of literature, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution. Did you study these things in school? Probably not. Or even if you did, like I did, maybe it's time for a refresher. Time and technology have changed a lot of things, but they have not changed basic fundamental truths about the world and our place in it as America. That's why I'm so excited that Hillsdale College is offering more than 40 free online courses in the most important and enduring subject. You can learn about the works of C.S. Lewis, the stories in the book of Genesis, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution, the rise and fall of the Roman Republic, or the history of the ancient Christian church with Hillsdale College's online courses, all available for free. That's right, you heard me, for free. You don't get anything free in the Biden economy today. I personally recommend you sign up for the American Citizenship and its Decline. It's with my good friend, the great historian, Victor Davis Hanson. In this eight-lecture course, VDH, as I like to call him, explores the history of citizenship in the West and the threats it faces today. Threats like the erosion of the middle class, the disappearance of our borders, the growth of an unaccountable deep state, and the rise of globalist organizations. The course is self-paced so that you can start whenever and wherever. So start your free course, American Citizenship and Its Decline, with my good friend, Victor Davis Hanson, today. How do you do that? Go right now to hillsdale.edu slash justnews to start. It's free and it's easy to get started and it's an easy URL to remember. All you got to do, go to hillsdale.edu slash justnews. One more time, hillsdale.edu slash justnews. And happy Tuesday. I hope you had a wonderful Labor Day weekend. So grateful that you can spend some of the time with John Solomon Reports. We've got a great show for you today. We're going to be thinking about the border a lot. Brandon Judd, the president of the Border Patrol Agents Union, is with us. He's in the house today. We're going to talk about that. And then we're going to go down. Also, stay in Arizona, where a lot of the things are going. Pinal County Sheriff Mark Lamb, who has been on the front lines of the battle to protect Arizonans and, quite frankly, Americans, from the ill effects of the open border. He's going to join us. He's now running for U.S. Senate candidate. So he's going to move from law enforcement to politics. That's a big deal. Mark Lamb has some thoughts about what's going on, particularly related to fentanyl. And we'll finish up, since we're transitioning to a Senate race, to another Senate race, this one in Nevada. Former U.S. Ambassador and current doctor Jeff Gunter is going to be with us. He'll also be talking about what's on voters' minds today. I think a lot of people are trying to figure out What are the big issues going into 2024? Well, it's the economy, the economy, and the economy first. There's no doubt about that. Then I think Joe Biden's age, his corruption, the general sense of America heading in the wrong direction, and the question that you never want answered the wrong way, are you better off than you were four years ago? Most people, three quarters of people saying, not really. And I think that that's what voters in Nevada are talking about. That's what voters in Arizona are talking about. You're going to get to hear that from Mark Lamb and Jeff Gunter today. Now, a couple of important headlines. There's a really important story that I wrote this morning. I want you to take a look at it. And that is that Congress is prepared to expand the Biden corruption investigation a little bit to answer a very important question. What did Barack Obama know and when did he know it? Why is that important? Because all of the things that now consume Congress's investigations, the weaponization of government, the misuse of private email, the effort to chase foreign money from controversial oligarchs and others by a sitting vice president. All of those tactics actually began under Barack Obama in many different ways. The very first weaponization scandal was the IRS 
targeting of conservative groups. And oh, who was one of the people that came up with some of the legal theories for Lois Lerner to do that? Uh, A guy named Jack Smith, now the guy pursuing Donald Trump's indictments in federal court. The very first private email account that caused heartburn, well, that belonged to Hillary Clinton. Remember her private email server? The evidence that ultimately got destroyed by Bleachbit and Hammers and the James Comey bungled investigation. Well, now Joe Biden has 5,400 pseudonym emails of the National Archives don't want to fork over to the American public and me through my FOIA or to Congress. That's escalating. And then, of course, there is this pursuit of foreign money. It was Secretary of State Hillary Clinton through her Clinton Foundation that was collecting big money as well as big speech fees for her husband that he personally proctored. Remember the $500,000 speech fee from Russia right when Hillary Clinton was the quarterback for the Russia reboot of U.S. relations? Well, that pursuit of foreign money for personal or political or charitable enrichment, it continued with Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden was doing the same thing in Russia, in Ukraine, in Kazakhstan, in Romania, and in China. It can't be an accident that two of the top officials reporting to Barack Obama both had the same foreign influence peddling tactics going on. So whether it's weaponization, whether it's private email, whether it's this influence peddling on foreign and making millions off of foreigners. Barack Obama's administration was the ignition point for those tactics. And no one has really spent much time asking the question, what did Barack Obama know? What did he know? Well, as you heard over the weekend, when you listened to James Comer's interview, he wants to ask it. Newt Gingrich is suggesting that the entire Biden corruption investigation be expanded to the culture of corruption in the Democratic Party, and that would include Barack Obama. These are big questions, and of course, they're beginning to bubble up to the top. It's very important that we get answers to them. And I think the investigation of Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, still very significant, still always about Joe Biden, the sitting president, it could have some context on how these tactics, how these controversies were born of a similar strategy under Barack Obama. So that is today's story. Go take a look at it. It's getting a lot of attention in a lot of different places. One other story getting some attention just broke on Justin News a little bit ago. Comes out of James Comer's committee. Another big story working its way out. Some big subpoenas dropped just a little while ago on Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas asking him and others what they know about an alleged tip-off to Biden staffers about a 2020 interview that the FBI and IRS agents wanted to do with Hunter Biden. That tip-off prevented the interview from occurring. It actually thwarted the the will and the intention of prosecutors, FBI agents, and IRS agents. We learned about that tip-off, of course, from the FBI whistleblower, uh, IRS whistleblowers, which, of course, we had one of them, actually both of them, on the show over the last several months. You heard from both of them, Gary Shapley, I think, you know, really still things he said um, six, eight, ten weeks ago still resonating with me all this while later. So those subpoenas are out today. Comer is very clear that he believes this is a cover-up. The Department of Justice initiated the Biden family cover-up, and now DHS, under the leadership of Secretary Mayorkas, is complicit in it. Investigators were never able to interview Hunter Biden during the criminal investigation because Secret Service headquarters and the Biden transition team were tipped off about the planned interview. This is just one of many examples of the misconduct and politicization of the Justice Department investigation. That's right. A lot lot of evidence on that. All right, folks, that is what we got on tap today. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, Brandon Judd, the president of the Border Patrol Agents Union, up first with a candid assessment of what's going on in the border security world. There are some really serious, troubling things going on. (laughs) 
You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in Lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add Lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a healthcare provider. Hey folks, it's John Solomon here. Today, I want to shine a light on AMAC, an organization who's dedicated to America's seniors, but is vital for conservatives of all ages. AMAC stands out by not only advocating for senior issues, but also by pushing for conservative values that affect us all. By joining, you're not just supporting our senior citizens, you're part of a movement defending the freedoms that made this country great and to ensure that we secure our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, and entertainment, and of course, special insurance rates, one of the things I like. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience and our quest to keep this country great. Sign up now for amac.us slash justnews. And for a limited time, you get a free gift membership for someone else who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews and extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. So I want to bring in Brandon Jett. Brandon, it's great to see you. It's been a long time, since, maybe a little bit of time since we've had you on. Uh, yeah, after uh, Title 42 went, uh, you know, we, we saw a bunch of rhetoric from the White House. Mainstream media said nothing was going on. And of course, now we're right back to what we've always seen. Of course. Um, massive illegal immigration, massive, massive releases that are taking place since the United States. Yeah, it's completely and totally out of control. More United States citizens are dying because of drug overdoses that are coming across our border. Everything is out of control, and it strictly comes down to this administration doesn't care about the American people. Yeah. Brandon, what, what I don't understand is <laughs> if the Biden administration is acknowledging that these numbers would make them look bad, they know the remedy. They know how to fix the problem. Why won't they do it? Because their base doesn't want them to fix it. They're pandering to that 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 electorate that they're hoping to energize to get them out to vote. That's all they care about right now. They don't care about anything else. They care about their own political um, aspirations. They care about their reelection prospects. And for that reason, they continue to pander to this wide open, um, very, very liberal uh, open border base. And that's who they care about. They don't care about what's best for this country. They don't care about the, the, the average American person. They care about their own political prospects. And that's disgusting. Yeah. Uh, Brandon, I love watching uh, the union's uh, Twitter feed because it has so much common sense. And there's these moments where you go, boy, we could do a whole show called The Theater of the Absurd because you're able to contrast the silliness. In Washington, we're trying to force people to save $39 on getting a more efficient ceiling fan. Meanwhile, 7,000 illegal aliens are crossing the board every day. That was one of your tweets. I loved it. 
Uh, do you think Americans are beginning to understand the absurdity of what Washington's focused on and what the country needs? I do. I, I actually think that even a little bit of the mainstream media is starting to pick this up. CNN just ran a uh, article today that said that there is an individual that's tied to ISIS that was bringing people from yes. Uzbekistan into the United States. We've been talking about this forever. And now all of a sudden you have a very liberal uh, mainstream media outlet that's 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 reporting on it. So I do think that people are starting to wake up. I do think that independence, I do think that even some Democrat voters are starting to say this has got to stop. Um, we've got to get more informed about this. We've got to get more educated about it. And it's it's because of shows like yours. You're constantly talking about it. You're constantly talking about the common sense. You're constantly talking about what's best for the American people. And I think that people are starting to wake up to that. Yeah, so important. Brandon, I saw a news headline two days ago that Texas has sent its 10th bus of illegal immigrants to Los Angeles. And I have to admit, it's kind of funny because they asked for it. Los Angeles is a sanctuary city. California is a sanctuary state, uh, as is New York. And Kathy Hochul has extended the New York asylum seeker state of emergency. So they're going to get extra humanitarian aid and everything's going to be all good. But that doesn't fix the problem, does it? Did these people ask for it? Very few things make me as upset as what Kathy Hochul just did. This is a politician that went out and sent the clear message to all people that, that, that might want to cross our borders illegally. Go ahead and come and we're going to give you a reward. We're going to reward you for violating our laws. That's what Hochul just did. And that's going to encourage more people to cross our borders illegally. And, and again, what's funny about that and the reason why we threw that tweet up there, you're going to save $39 on, on your electric bill. Well, that doesn't matter because your taxes are going up exponentially because it's going to be you that's going to have to pay for all of this relief that the federal government is giving to the to the state of New York. Um, the federal government could stop this tomorrow, which would save you hundreds of dollars over, over the, the course of a year, but they don't care. They're gonna continue to, like I said before, pander to open border bases. They're gonna pander to people that, that want all of this, uh, this future electric um, technology that frankly doesn't work very well. That's who they're pandering to because that's who their vo voter base is. And Kathy Hochul just encouraged even more people to cross our borders illegally, which is going to cost the average American taxpayer um, hundreds of dollars every single year to fund all of these relief programs that, they, that the federal government is giving. Even if they get one of those new efficient fans, they're going to be out of pocket a lot because of that. It's just remarkable. It was such a great tweet. It really made so much sense. I want to ask a little bit about uh, fentanyl because it seems like every two to four months, there's a new synthetic opioid that is more deadly, more dangerous than the one that just came across last week. Uh, there's a new study suggesting there's a new synthetic opioid emerging uh, in the drug trade, more powerful than fentanyl, 1,000 times more potent than morphine. Are your team beginning to see this? Are you seeing it on the front lines? How big a threat is this in the immediate future? We are. We're seeing it on the, uh, on the open market. We're seeing it in the streets right now as, as we speak. We're seeing more people that are overdosing because of these dangerous drugs that are coming into the United States. What's crazy about that, though, is people really don't care until it actually affects them, until it hits, until it hits close to home. We should be proactive. We should be out in front of this issue because we could save hundreds of thousands of lives every single two years. That's what we're seeing. We're seeing about 100,000 deaths every single year because of this fentanyl crisis, this dangerous drug crisis that's coming into the United States 
from Mexico. It's coming at our ports of entry. It's coming between our ports of entry. But one thing is for sure, it is all criminal cartel driven, and they're the ones that are profiting off of it, and it's Americans that are dying. I get asked all the time, well, why do the cartels want deaths? They don't care. They know that there's going to be somebody right behind that individual that dies that's going to take up their product. They know that there's always going to be a market for it because people are looking for the easy way out. They're looking for a, a, a good time, and they're willing to take the chances of death as long as that good time is, is going to come. Oh, scary. Unbelievable. Um, Brandon, we've spoken with you on this show in the past about uh, some of President Trump's policies that, that really were effective at the border. But things have gotten so bad now, I don't even know if those are, are what would be called for. But you've got folks like Congressman Klein saying that, you know, border security has to be a part of the next uh, budget deal. It has to be included in there if there was money allotted to the border by Congress, by Republicans in control of the House. If there was a, a hopefully a windfall of money heading to the border, should some of those Trump administration policies be reemployed? Are there are, are we too far gone and there need to be newer, more drastic measures? What needs to happen first? We've got to start with those policies. That's the beginning point. If we start with those policies, then we can evaluate what I will never be what I will never advocate for is to put this on the taxpayer. We don't need more infrastructure. We don't need more technology. We don't even need more personnel. What we have to have is we have to have policy. Start there. Once we see how that goes, then we can evaluate what's needed after that. But we have seen time and time again that policy works. I was just asked on another uh, on another network whether I watched the uh, the debates and and who I thought won on border security. I said it doesn't matter what they say. What I know is action. And what I got from President Trump was action. He secured the border. So even though he wasn't there at the, at the debate, under, in my opinion, he won uh, because he's already given us the action that is necessary. He's already paved the way. He's shown us what we need to do. We just have to follow that approach. If we follow that approach, then we can evaluate. But we've got to do that first. Policy, policy, policy. Yeah. Uh, I want to ask you about a number that's out there, uh, 25,000 plus in custody right now, maybe the largest number, certainly since Joe Biden started to tell us there's no there there at the border. Don't worry about it. How important is the detention facilities filling up and what does it forebode for the winter? What that means is we're pulling resources off the border and putting them in those detention facilities. Yeah. We now have to become detention officers, which we were never supposed to be. We have to process these individuals. And when you take Border Patrol agents off the line, when you take them off the border, it creates those artificial gaps for those criminal cartels to control. They know this. That's why they flood our resources. Yeah. They understand that all they have to do is send hundreds of people in one specific location that requires us to send our personnel to those locations, takes our agents out of the field. Now our borders are open. Those cartels know exactly what they need to do to control our borders, and they do it on a very regular basis. Brandon, I don't know how you do what you do. I would be a ball of fury every single day seeing what happens. But please, John and I try to remember to say this every time we have you on. Please tell the men and women of the Border Patrol how much we appreciate them. We pray for them and for you as well. Thank you for being here. I will. I absolutely will. Thank you, John. Thank you, Amanda. I appreciate it. Thanks, Brandon. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, Mark Lamb, sheriff from Pinal County, Arizona, now U.S. Senate candidate, Republican, running for U.S. Senate in the open Senate seat there, going to join us. He has a lot to say about the border and fentanyl and a lot of other issues, and he'll join us right after the message. Now, before we do that, as you know, we have many great partners 
many great sponsors and advertisers who make John Solomon Reports the podcast, Just the News, the website, Just the News, No Noise, the television show possible. One of them are my good friends at Consumer Tax Advocate. They are helping Americans, particularly business owners, get money that they're entitled to for keeping their employees hired during the COVID-19 pandemic. Government funds are still available to reward those companies with two or more employees who stayed open during the pandemic. This is not a loan. You don't have to pay it back. There's no funny business. It's actually a credit. Let the good folks at COVIDTaxRelief.org help you get up to $26,000 per employee. Visit COVIDTaxRelief.org. That's COVIDTaxRelief.org. Go find out if your company's eligible. If you haven't applied, it's not too late. Our good friends at Consumer Tax Advocate will help you out. All you got to do to get started on that journey and make it worth your while, go to COVIDTaxRelief.org. All right, when we come back, Mark Lamb, Sheriff of Pinal County, Arizona, going to join us right after these messages. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. Folks, Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day, and I want you on this journey with me. Why? It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. I love the fruit flavors particularly, and it's completely improved my life and my health. This is nutrition the way nature intended. When I began taking a hard look at why I wasn't feeling good and why I felt unhealthy, why I was gaining weight, why I was losing energy, it wasn't just because I had hit my 50s. No, it was because I wasn't getting the right amount of fruit and vegetables in my diet. And listen, I'm just too busy to go to the store, clean up the vegetables, cook uh, uh, vegetable dinners, and make sure I hit the fruit. A field of greens stepped in. One scoop of powder in my drink or on my eggs in the morning, and boom, I was off and feeling better. And suddenly, I was losing weight. I was sleeping better. My metabolism went up. My blood sugar went down. My cholesterol went down, and my weight went down. And my doctor said, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it doing. You know what that is? It's Field of Greens. That's what I've been doing. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But if for any reason you don't, they'll give you your 100% money-back guarantee. Now, you're going to get 15% off your first order, plus free rush shipping because of the incredible partnership we have here at Just the News with Brick house nutrition and of course field of greens all you got to do to take advantage of this offer visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code just news that's promo code just news at fieldofgreens.com don't wait go to fieldofgreens.com today use the promo code just news for 15 percent off 
He's a law and order man, a great sheriff in the state of Arizona, and now running for the U.S. Senate. Sheriff Mark Lamb joins us right now. Sheriff, great to see you again, sir. Good to see you as well, John, Amanda. I'm hanging in there like a hair in a biscuit as well. I love that state. <laughs> I'm going to steal it from you, Amanda. Great one. <laughs> hair in a biscuit. I love that. It's Southernese. I always love it. Every time I interview, I'm brought back to my childhood, seeing you in the, the police cruiser. That's where my dad and I used to always get together for lunch as a young man. And it's, uh, it's so great to see you in action. You've been out on the front lines talking to voters statewide. Uh, you know, I hear a lot of people when we get out there say, all you got to do is make America affordable again and make it safe again. What are the issues that the residents of Arizona are telling you are most important going into 2024? You know, there's three issues that come to, to come to the surface every time, and that's the border, that's crime, and that's the economy. Of course, we've got some election issues we've got to deal with here in Arizona. We've got some work to do there, but predominantly what we're talking about is border, uh, crime, and the economy. I mean, look, the average American family especially, we're not immune from it here in Arizona. We're struggling financially. Then we're seeing the, the rising crime because of a lot of these cities where they're not holding people accountable and they're not enforcing the rule of law. And that is spilling over into other great states, red states, places where we do believe in the rule of law. And then, of course, the border issue. This is something that we deal with every single day. I did a an interview on one of the, the one of the other channels the other day, and I was actually on a traffic stop with illegals. I had to just put the phone on the tree and do the interview right there with the traffic oh. stop in the background. That's how much work we have every day. And these are the issues that Arizonans are concerned about. And time and time again, what they want is a proven conservative fighter to send back to Washington, D.C. And I hope to be that person. Yeah. Sure. I love that. And, you know, I'm, I'm over here in California, so there are Arizonans who, who sometimes come out to Los Angeles to visit. And I've had some conversations with them. And um, Katie Hobbs seems to have made hay while the sun was shining and not in a good way. She has set a new record for most bills vetoed by an Arizona governor. I think she's up to 143 now. There's a lot of discontent. Uh, surrounding her. Do you think that that discontent for her job as governor will translate to Republican or votes for Republican candidates in other offices uh, next year? I sure hope so. Right along with Joe Biden, you know, these uh, Democrat leadership in this country have bungled so many different things. And here in our state, we're seeing it as well. Look, I don't love new laws either. But uh, she did pass one of ours. We passed a bill that was a child sex doll bill. And she did sign that bill saying it's illegal to have a child sex doll, which, believe it or not, I don't know why we even have to pass a bill like that. That shows you how perverse our country has become and how broken our moral compasses become. That's why I think more and more people are just turning back to God, family, freedom. And they're seeing the ways of this liberal, progressive leadership, and they don't want it anymore. So I hope that whether it's uh, the governor here in Arizona or especially uh, what we've seen from this administration, that the voters will show their dis distaste for all of these things and their displeasure in the voting booths come this next season. Yeah, there's no doubt. There's nothing more powerful than a political boomerang, capturing uh, people in politics who actually cry uncle when their own policies are applied to them. Watching these sanctuary states that, you know, we're glad to allow people uh, uh, pour across the border as long as it only affected Arizona or Texas. Now having them in their own backyard like, oh, we're done with this. We don't want this. This is an emergency. How satisfying is it to see those sanctuary cities cry uncle now? And do you think the hypocrisy that's now been exposed by this will have a more profound effect on the border crisis going into 2024? 
You know, John, I wish I could say it's satisfying, but there's still Americans in New York who don't like what's going on yeah. that are having to fill in the consequences of bad leadership. Who I am satisfied to see is that the leadership, their policies of sanctuary cities are failing them miserably, let along with all the other policies that undermine the rule of law. So that is somewhat satisfying. But at the same time, it's at the expense of the average American who lives in these states who have no say so other than their vote into who the leadership is for their state. And what we've seen is bad leadership time and time again. And now they're crying foul. And they don't talk about what the impact it's had on states like Arizona and Texas and all the other great states in this in this uh, republic. And uh, it's their their sanctuary city policies and all these other uh, um, undermining the rule of law policies that have encouraged these people to show up at our doorstep. And New York is facing the reality of their bad policies now. Yeah, great point. I am hopeful because there seems to be a resurgence, a new spike in popularity for truth. And like here in Los Angeles, we have Karen Bass as our mayor, and she says things like, no, you know, it's it's only the flashy crimes that are making the news headlines and going viral. Crime here is actually decreasing. And in 1984, in talking about the Ministry of Truth, there's this one quote that always stands out to me. It says, ignore the evidence of your eyes and ears. That was their final and most essential demand or something like that. And I bring it up a lot because, unfortunately, so frequently it applies. And in Arizona, you guys obviously don't have the, the, as much crime as we do in cities like Los Angeles and San Francisco. But I have to think even Democrat voters in Arizona, they see the, the law and order issues, the crime in their cities, the crime at the border, and all of these issues that, that trickle down from it. Absolutely. And they're tired of the lies. They want truth. They want authenticity. Yeah, they that's why you're seeing more and more normal men and, and women like myself, men and women who know what it's like to pick up the shield and the sword and go out and defend the truth and freedom. Jordan Peterson has a great saying. He says, you have to have faith in the redeeming power of truth. Look, my campaign and my willingness to serve as a senator for this, this great state and this country is because I believe in truth. And I think the average Arizonan and American, including Democrats and independents, just want somebody that's going to tell them the truth. And truth is harder and harder to find, like you said, Amanda, in the day and age of AI and so many other things. We just want the truth. Just tell us the, the, what it is. And if it's ugly, we'll deal with it. If it's good, we'll, we'll relish in it. That's what they want is truth. And they want a proven conservative fighter that they know is going to come out and tell them the truth. And that's what I've made my career on. Look, I'm the only politician probably going back to Washington, D.C. that's had to pass two lie detector tests that continues to be held to a standard of telling the truth. Or I get put on a Brady list or, I, or I'm listed as somebody who is untruthful. So we need people that, that know what the truth is and know what it means to value that. And so please come support me at SheriffLandForSenate.com. We need truth tellers. We need authentic, authentic people in Washington, D.C. and in America now. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And a few more law enforcement officials in Washington would be a good thing, too, I would say. Uh, Sheriff, um, there's two big issues that Congress is going to deal with when they come back next week. One of them is, do we shut down the government to finally force some version of a fiscal sanity? And two, do we start an impeachment inquiry against Joe Biden based on all we've learned from Hunter Biden? Where are the hearts and minds of Arizonans on those two issues based on your interactions with them? 
Oh, based on my interactions, let's start with the second one first. I think there's no doubt that we should start an impeachment inquiry. You know, we should absolutely know whether our president is compromised. Of any of the investigations that you that we should see in this country, knowing whether our president is compromised should be at the top of the list. So absolutely, I hope Congress and I encourage them push forth an impeachment inquiry. I don't like impeachments. I think it's bad for our republic, but we should certainly do an impeachment inquiry to make sure that the leader of this nation is not compromised. And then as far as um, the, the budget, look, the rest of us are forced to live within a budget. And then guess what? If we don't fall, if we spend too much, we have to make sacrifices. This government is bloated. It is far too uh, big. It is overreached into the states. It is overreached into our daily lives. And I think the average Arizonan and American would like to see the government be held accountable for this. And so they need to get within their budget. And if that requires a shutdown, then maybe that's the answer. And I hope Congress understands the power of the purse string that they have, because it's one of the few things that we have left to hold this government accountable. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. We got one more good one. I promise you, it's a good one. Jeff Gunter, former ambassador under Donald Trump's presidency, a doctor. He's on the front lines and now he's going to run his new title, U.S. Senate candidate for Nevada. He's joining us to describe what voters have on their mind when he's meeting with them over the last few weeks. That's a good piece of political ground intelligence. You're going to get that next right after these messages. Folks, Factors, delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, plus veggie, and so much more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutritional-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious and easy. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. If you're like me and have a busy schedule, that the last thing you want to worry about is what to eat or having to go to the grocery store. Factor makes it easy. As they are flexible to your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Plus, Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, usually in just two minutes. So there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com slash justnews50 and use the promo code justnews50 to get 50% off. That's the code justnews50 at factormeals.com. One more time, factormeals.com slash justnews50. Use the justnews50 code and you will get 50% off your first order. Folks, if you get your wallet stolen or your cell phone or your car, we know what it is. It's old-fashioned theft. It's crime. We know it. Criminals now have a new way to steal our most valuable asset, our homes. Older Americans are most vulnerable to these types of thefts, and that's because they more often own their homes outright. An 88-year-old Florida woman recently discovered that scammers forged her signature, created a fake deed to her home, and then took her property. Those who buy a property from a deed theft scammer often become victims as well. What can you do to protect yourself? It's simple. My good friends at Home Title Lock provide the premier detection technology to protect your home and its title. The instant they detect an activity or something suspicious, they mobilize to help shut it down. We won't know a thief took us off our title until it's too late. That's why Title Lock jumps into action right away. The titles to all our homes are easily found online. A criminal or renter, even a family member, can simply forge a signature on a home sale form. Then he or she refiles as the new owner, and bam, your home is not in your name, and all of a sudden, debts are being taken out against it. That's why Home Title Lock is my choice. 
price. Find out for free when you use my code JUSTNEWS at sign up. You'll get a free comprehensive scan of your home's title and 30 days of legendary home title lock protection free. So go to hometitlelock.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS at hometitlelock.com. Go there today. He's a former U.S. ambassador uh, under President Donald Trump. Now he's running for the U.S. Senate in, uh, in uh, the great state of Nevada. He is Ambassador Jeffrey Gunter, and he's with us now. Mr. Ambassador, great to have you back on the show. John, so honored to be here. You guys do such a tremendous job for America, both you and Amanda. If it wasn't for you, the word wouldn't be getting out, and they'd be taking away our freedom, and no one would know it. So yeah. you're doing Thank great you. work. It's so honored to be here. I'm darn lucky to get to work with Amanda every day. We love doing this. Uh, sir, you're on the front lines. Uh, there is a lot going on. Uh, in uh, one of the things that I think we're picking up a lot of worry about, a lot of rhetoric coming out of Washington and out of particularly liberal states that we're going to have another COVID crisis. We're getting to that moment of hysteria. Masks are coming back. Schools are being talked about shut down. The president's saying, hey, you got to take this new vaccine I'm going to come up with, though I haven't invented it yet. Um, what, what uh, as someone who has a good medical background and a lot of wisdom and common sense, how should we read this latest wave of hysteria? Well, as you guys already know, when you mix medicine with politics, what do you get? You get politics. And that's exactly what's going on here. Gee, Donald Trump is running away, running away. The Trump train is speeding at lightning speed away from Joe Biden, and they have nothing to turn to. The indictments just make him stronger, just like the false impeachments just made him stronger. And what do they turn to? They turn to COVID. So it's just an opportunity them for scare people. I looked at the recent CDC numbers. It's less than 1% of deaths right now are related to COVID. They come up with a new variant. They come up with a new strain. But the reality is the symptoms are a common cold. They want you to take an untested vaccine, which has been shown, many of them in the past, to not lower your viral load and certainly not necessarily make you less infectious. So we all have to be aware. We've done this drill before. It's deja vu all over again. And uh, President Trump is going to lead the way to uh, freedom for all of us. He is, he is the greatest president we've had since Abraham Lincoln. And the freedom that he will give Americans to get us away from all these government gangster subset medical community will also be uh, fantastic. So there you go. Mr. Yeah, Mr. Ambassador, uh, it is deja vu. And it also seems like every four years we hear that this is the most important election of our lifetime. Um, if not now, then when, when it comes to fixing a lot of issues, whether it is, you know, the emergence of truth, the popularity of truth, border security, fiscal responsibility. Next November 5th, it will be pencils down. That's all we can do. And it is it, it certainly feels like a breaking point. Does this actually feel like the most important election of our lifetime? Or are we just saying that because we're building on the last 240 something years of elections? No, this is absolutely, absolutely the, the most important election ever in the history of America. They are trying to take away our freedom. They are trying to take away our vote. They are trying to take away everything from us and they will go at all lengths They've weaponized government. They've weaponized the IRS. They've weaponized the DOJ. They are trying to interfere in our election by putting President Trump in jail. And name a time in America when that has happened. So, Amanda, you're spot on. This is a time like no other. All of us in Nevada know that. 
from talking to my voters, my constituencies to be, they all absolutely know that. They're concerned about the economy. They're concerned about inflation. They're concerned about illegal immigration and people pouring over the border. And they're worried about fentanyl killing our children. So this is like a time no other. And the time is for President Trump, the greatest president since Abraham Lincoln. Sir, you have uh, gotten a running start to your campaign. You make a lot of waves. People are excited to see what you're doing. You are fast at work at trying to build that early voting system that helps uh, uh, Republicans get over the hump. Uh, Democrats have been mastering it for six years. Tell us what's going on in the ground in Nevada and how an early voting campaign, particularly aimed at uh, low propensity voters, can really tip uh, Republicans over the top in many, many states. Well, that, that's another brilliant point, John. We aren't going to just sit there and look at the past. We're going to look at the future. And we're going to look at every avenue that will be successful so we have no regrets. We aren't pulling any punches. And look at, if you guys turn on TikTok, look at the wave, look at the wave of excited, uh, historically, you know, unpropensity, non-propensity voters who love Donald Trump. It's taking the entire country by storm. It's a Trump train, especially in Nevada. And we have our eyes wide open. We are mobilizing. We have armies of many people are gonna go out and make sure that every vote counts in this election. And we're excited, we're enthused. And if you think Donald Trump got 75 million plus votes last time, hold your horses. It's gonna be, it's gonna be absolutely, absolutely historical. Wow, interesting. Yeah, it, it will definitely be interesting to see. Um, you are obviously unapologetically pro-Trump. We don't actually know who the winner of the Republican primary is going to be. Of course, all polls point to the fact that it will be President Trump. If Democrats had their way, it would not be him. They would have him behind bars. But it, does it feel like a little bit of a risk to not so, I guess, voraciously express support for any of the other candidates who are also running in the primary? Why would I? Like you started <laughs> off, so, if not now, when? Yeah. Our democracy yeah. is at stake. Yep. Our freedom is at stake. Do you think when those boys were bobbing off the waves of the coast of Normandy, Utah, Omaha Beach, they were asking themselves, well, what's my alternative? Not at all. They were brave patriots who stormed the beach to free all of Europe, and we are going to free America right now. They were protecting our freedom then, and we, with President Trump as our fearless leader, will protect it now. So no one else is being considered. No one else is near the strength, the power, the tenacity, the brilliance, and the person who has the American public at his best heart than Donald J. Trump. So it's my honor. It's my honor to support him 110%. And some of my opponents here in Nevada try to thread the needle and somehow pretend like they like President Trump, but really they're just part of that deep state never Trumper group. It's a very cynical plan. They're trying to fool donors, but not Dr. Jeff Gunter and not my team. <laughs> and to be honest, not so many of the people here in Nevada. We're not trying to thread any needle. We're driving a Mack truck right through it. And we're gonna make America great again. And also we are gonna make America first again, along with Nevada. Along with Nevada. 
All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Report. So grateful you can join us. Always uh, honored to have you on the show. Always honored to have all of the partners that help us make all of this work possible. Consumer Tax Advocate among them. If you want to find out if your company is eligible for a tax credit, a federal tax credit of up to $26,000 per employee, because you stayed open, you kept your company open during the COVID-19 pandemic, go check it out today. You know how to do that. Go to covidtaxrelief.org. Go one more time covidtaxrelief.org. Find out if you're eligible. It just takes a few minutes to get started on that journey. It could be worth $26,000 per employee that you kept hired during the pandemic. All right, folks, that wraps it up. We'll have another edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News tomorrow. Be sure to be there. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out. Higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation, and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it, with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friend, who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 98 98 right now.